with a look at Radio On The Go Sports for this Wednesday morning. I'm Dwayne Karstens here on KLMJ State Tournament from yesterday and last night. Roland Story Norseman rated uh, number two, or seated number two anyway, defeat Carol Kemper 60-52. to 52. So the Norsemen move on. They'll play Western Christian, the Wolfpack, over Monticello's Panthers 69-44. to 44. That was in 2A. In Class 3A, all the quarterfinals were yesterday, where top-seeded Bondurant Ferrars Blue Jays defeated the number eight Algona Bulldogs 81-52. So a rough day for Algona at the state tournament from the North Central Conference as they are eliminated. It was fifth-seeded North Polk's Comets defeating the fourth-seed Newton Cardinals 49-31. Sioux City Helan Crusaders defeat Marion 68-59. And Cedar Rapids Xavier defeats Des Moines Hoover in a low-scoring affair in another 3A quarterfinal. Cedar Rapids Xavier 49-38 over the Hoover Huskies. Also yesterday, the boys Dickinson relays at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. Here are some of the highlights from our area. Trevin Wheeler of South Harden was 12th in the high jump. Cooper Hoy of Grundy Center, 16th in the long jump. Carson Troina of Applington Parkersburg was 14th in the Unidome in the shot put yesterday. Caden Lynch of Grundy Center, 13th in the mile run, 1600. Isaac Swenson of Belmont Clemmy had a great year a year ago outside, and he's starting indoors here with a seventh-place finish in the 800 meters for the Broncos. And also, Iowa Falls Alden was 25th in the 4x4. South Harden was 23rd in the 4x800. And Clarksville had the best relay finish, a 17th-place finish. Uh, again, this is amongst all classes, all sizes of schools. That was 17th in the 4x2 for the Clarksville Indians. A state senator is calling for the dismissal of Athletic Director Gary Barda at the University of Iowa. Republican Senator Annette Sweeney of Alden says the more than $4 million legal settlement to former black prayers who alleged there was racial discrimination in the football program is a boondoggle. We've got a stench hanging over our great university, and it's called Gary Barda. In the 16 years of his tenure, he has cost the university millions of dollars. And Sweeney cites three previous payouts in discrimination lawsuits over the other Hawkeye sports. And Sweeney says Barta and others involved in negotiations in this latest case ignored the wishes of coaches who were fighting the allegations. These discussions took place entirely without the knowledge of the consent of the coaches who were even named in the lawsuit. How incompetent. Not letting people defend themselves? This was despicable. Sweeney, a farmer from our listening area who served as state director for the USDA Rural Development during the Trump administration, says it's time for accountability. She's calling on the University of Iowa's president to ask for Barta's resignation. And if he doesn't resign, Sweeney says Barta should be fired. We need to review the region's budget and hold it until the stench of over Iowa City is dismissed. The Board of Regents governs the University of Iowa and the other two state universities. Two million dollars of the settlement announced Monday is being covered with tax dollars from the state which is, uh, has raised the ire of Sweeney and other lawmakers. Back to high school sports where several local athletes have been named to the Iowa Girls Coaches Association's all-state basketball teams. 
In Class 1A, Emma Martinik of West Fork was a first-team All-State selection, and Nakia Oliver of AGWSR was selected to the third team. The Class 2A first team includes Peyton Peterson and Jaden Peterson, the twin sisters from Dyke, New Hartford. Ellery Knock of Dyke, New Hartford also selected the Class 2A second-team All-State, and Ellen Waller, Applington Parkersburg, selected to the 2A third-team All-State. Dyke, New Hartford's Bruce Dahl was named Class 2A Coach of the Year. You can view the All-State lists the full list at RadioOnTheGo.com under the Sports tab. The Top of Iowa Conference has released the 2023 Boys All-Conference teams due to the cancellation of the conference tournament. And the uh, locally, this is for wrestling, uh, by the way. So uh, locally, 132-pounder Tanner Argus and 182-pounder Junior McCade Bloker were named first team all top of Iowa wrestlers from North Butler, Clarksville. Honorable mention selections include 126 pound senior Rafe Arbogast of West Fork. Also, all conference honorable mention wrestling heavyweight senior Zach Pierce of Rockford and 126 pound junior Aiden Morrison of North Butler, Clarksville. Wrestler of the Year award went to junior at 170 pounds Nick Fox of Osage and Osage head coach Brent Jennings named Coach of the Year Osage, a very powerful wrestling team this year. The North Iowa Cedar League All-Conference girls basketball teams have been released. Locally, unanimous first-team selections from Dighton Hartford, Ellery Knock, Jaden Peterson, and Peyton Peterson. Of course, they were all just mentioned as All-State, as was Ellen Waller of Applington-Parkersburg, first-team All-Conference. Applington-Parkersburg's Kendall Ryherd was a unanimous second-team selection, joined on the second team by Marin Bixby and Camille Lanfear of Dighton Hartford. Local honorable mention selections included Maddie Buskell of Dighton Hartford, Quinlan Schultz of Applington-Parkersburg, and Dighton Hartford's Peyton Peterson named Player of the Year for the North Iowa Cedar League Central, and Wolverine head coach Bruce Dahl named Coach of the Year. Again, the full listing of the all-conference awards, also available at RadioOnTheGo.com. The AGWSR girls basketball team, one of the best in the area this year, taking a big step forward, finishing 23-2, the program's most wins in a season since their championship year of 2009. The Cougars had little issues with most opponents and had only eight games decided by fewer than 10 points. Head coach Mike Finger says, with very little on this year's talent, graduating on this year's team, that is, the future very bright for Ackley, Geneva, Wellsburg, Steamboat Rock. Definitely it was uh significant step forward uh, 14 and 10 last year and then obviously 23 and 2 this year and undefeated in the conference so the girls have a lot of things to be excited about we still have a good core nucleus coming back we'll we'll miss our seniors for sure and the leadership that they provided but we'll have four of our five starters back next year and our two leading scorers back so there's a lot for the girls to be excited about and the potential that we do the things that we need to do we can take another step forward i think next year and we'll have more details on the recap of ackley geneva wellsburg steamboat rock basketball again 23 and 2 they make it to the regional championship before bowing out to eventual state runner-up newell fonda iowa falls alden boys basketball head coach michael collison says that he will be preaching physicality this offseason the cadets recently wrapped up a 9-13 and season that ended in the first round of the two-way playoffs. Collison says he wants his young guys to continue to grow their bodies and their games. Our young guys who, who played kind of for the first time this year, those guys taking a big step forward. You know, we we got to get a lot stronger as a team and, and a little bit tougher. Not that we didn't have guys who were tough, but, you know, we're just going to be giving up a lot of size next year. And so we, we need our guys to, you know, play tough and play bigger than they are and, you know, improve their game, but, but definitely improve in the weight room and uh, get faster and stronger. 
IFA will lose seniors Nathan Schmidt and leading scorers Kaysen Boyer and Andrew Bicknice. Collison says this group stayed consistent throughout their careers. You know, all three of those guys are guys who lead by example, probably more so than vocally, but they've, they've done the right things. You know, I think those three guys especially haven't missed a weight session, you know, missed an open gym or anything like that in four years. You know, they, they really kind of established, hey, this is this is how you stay committed to the program. And You know, what I was really proud of was, was their, their class, you know, had a lot of other guys that uh, were good players. And just by a weird set of circumstances, a lot of them, you know, weren't out. Collison says his cadets are working hard and they're a great bunch and he hopes that the young core of Iowa Falls Alden players can stay motivated throughout the offseason. I think no doubt our kids want to win more and, uh, you know, wish that we could have won more games. But I think more than anything, they've got to use that as motivation. You know, hey, you don't really want to get out and go lift today. Well, remember the last game you lost uh, by two points? You know, you better go lift so you can get that rebound that, that's going to secure the win. You know, whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for our offseason and, and our kids coming back because I think they're, they're really good kids who do want to work hard and again that's coach michael collison ifa cadet boys 9 and 13 on the season and today at the boys state basketball tournament let's take a look at what's going on the big schools taking the court at wells fargo arena to start off with waukee against ames at 10 30 waukee northwest and ankeny centennial or versus ankeny centennial that is at 12 15 pleasant valley against cedar rapids kennedy's cougars at two o'clock West Des Moines Valley against Norwalk at 345. And then Clash 1A has their semifinals this evening. 530 Grandview Christian against West Harrison. And 715 Remsen St. Mary's against the North Lynn Lynx. Good luck also to the Ellsworth Panthers. They're in the Women's Regional Tournament quarterfinals. ECC at Kirkwood. And the Nyack Trojans are hosting the DMAC Bears today also in postseason women's junior college basketball. That's Radio on the Go Sports. I'm Dwayne Carstens reporting.